Man, oh man, it's a good day to be alive, isn't it? You know why? Because you get to listen to yet another episode of this podcast. This country's screwed up. Luckily, we live in a democracy where we can change the course of where things are headed. We have an election coming up. Vote. Vote, vote, vote. Did I say to vote already? I think I did. If you're not registered, go to IWillVote.com and it will take five minutes of your time at most to get registered. Grab your friends and tell them to vote. Cast a ballot this November. You can vote in person on November 3rd. You can vote early or you can vote by mail. If you're voting by mail, make sure to do it as far in advance of November 3rd as you can to give your ballot enough time to process. Your voice, your vote. Music, take it away. now does not mean you can don't don't do it like that you alone already have a volume issue so you with your um you know raised voice talking right into the mic like that no one's gonna like that that's gonna blow out my speaker probably your speaker definitely my speaker maybe your speaker um please respect the mics they were a beautiful gift and we have to use them nicely they're pieces of technology that we are still learning how to use as we are we've mentioned our old um anyway don't be stupid. We're going to go right into things. Now, back in season one, episode three, we started, you know, our first segment, and I proceeded to never do it again. Now, we're back at episode three of season two, and we are going to get right back into this. It's time for... Living with Lou. Living with Lou. Jojo, you got some good stories, some good stuff to report to our listeners? Mm-hmm. Well, let's see what you got. Now? Yes, right now. Right now? Yes, right now. Where do I start? Anywhere. Just go through That's the list. question. Okay, well, I never have privacy anymore. He always needs to interrupt whatever I'm doing. There's no peace. He always is invading, like, my stuff. Something I was told happened at dinner tonight? You want to... Yeah. Literally everything he does is annoying. Like he slurps his soup. Like mm. <laughs> he's he can't use chopsticks. He can't use chopsticks. Like in eighteen years, we've been eating all different kinds of Asian foods, and he can't use chopsticks. Louis, you don't know how to use chopsticks. Well, I can't. He picks up his sushi with his fingers and his <gasps> nails, and gets wasabi under his fingernails, and I have to stare at his green ass fingernails all night. Oh. <laughs> well, we had to stare at his green-ass fingernails during Matilda. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, really. Then you smell like fish when you touch it, too. Every single morning, I wake up and see his stupid family guy pajama pants and his stupid World Series Cubs t-shirt. Mm, he never changes pajamas. Like, I, I can't look at that anymore. I just can't look at that. Like, and he says good morning like i don't want to say good morning to you who says good morning anymore (laughs) i don't know it's crazy this man does some wild things as i'm sure you know 
This is nice. I like this. You know that day on like when you went to Mariano's and you got your stupid little cookie job. You serve your stupid little cookies, <laughs> stupid little donuts, donuts, <laughs> donuts, and then you come home and you're all positive penis, and then you just. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I don't know if I heard that right. All positive penis. So, as you know, no, as you don't know, actually, Louis is a very rude person. Oh. Piece of, like, lard. He's a piece of, like, llama <laughs> lard. And <laughs> shut up. Okay. Where was I? You were. Louis is a uh, piece of llama lard. See, this is interruption. This is what I'm talking about. You just asked where you were. No. We're trying to help you out. Before I asked where I was. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You were insulting yes. my very existence. Okay, okay. I understand now. Um, so, back in the day, we were going to get a dog. And we were set right. for the dog and everything. We were going to pick her up like early in the morning, like 9 a.m. And it was this, it was like 4 p.m. the day before. And me and my mom decided that we're not going to get the dog. And it wasn't like as much, Louie really wanted this dog. But it wasn't really up to Louie because now he's going to be at work all day for his stupid cookie job. I don't serve cookies. There's yes, you no do serve cookies. You you never, yeah, you never told me, you no, never said what you do. What are you doing? I don't know What yet. do you do there? I'm a cashier clerk. I'm going to figure it out. A cashier clerk. What's the clerk part? So What's you, different than you're a cashier? With every sick person's money, I mean, they sneeze on that money and they snort cocaine and you're going <laughs> to deal with it? Well, I mean, he's not going to, he's not going to take the, nose. he's not going to, he's not going to touch the money and then like put his hand in his mouth. Anyways, we're, we're, Louis <laughs> going to be at work all day doing whatever he's doing. Then he's going off to college in two months. He's not going to be home at all, really. And when he does come home, the dog is going to be all play for him. No work. And so it wasn't a decision mainly up to him. And frankly, it was kind of all up to me because my mom works basically the majority of the day. And I'm going to be here alone with this brand new puppy, training this puppy not to poop in my brother's room. Would, would the dog get along with Nala? Would that be an issue? No, that's part of why we didn't get her. Yeah, basically, we didn't get... Shush. I'm telling this story. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. You keep interrupting me. I keep losing my train of thought. The dog poops in Louis' room. Dog poops in Louis' room. Thank you, John. You're a lot more help helpful than this stupid do dolphin dick over here. I love these oh, names. The, the, the alliteration is fantastic. Thank you. Poetry was my one of my strengths in English this year. Mm. Mr. Naro thinks you're in AP poetry, but we all know Louis's not smart enough for that. No smart? No. <laughs> um, moral of the story, we didn't, we, me and my mom decided not to get the dog. And Louis, when we decide this, Louis's out on his interview for his job. Louis goes ahead and he's like, so what time are we picking up the dog tomorrow? And I'm just sitting there like, shit. <laughs> watching my show, pretend I didn't hear him. Turned off the volume a little bit, and then he asked again because, you know, Louis just has to ask continuously until he we gets an answer. You didn't answer. One second. I'm recording! One second! <laughs> Sorry.
you're gonna, but you're gonna, you're gonna keep that in. You're gonna keep that in. I don't know if you heard what my mom said. Have you seen my uh, Snapchat story recently with all the skunkies? Yeah, they're back out tonight. I think it's time. Yeah. So we have, we had, well, several years ago, we thought we had a skunk problem where skunks were living under our porch, and it turned out to be a family of possums. Now there is a, there was one big skunk that was living under our porch. And then yesterday, we noticed that there were many smaller skunks now outside around the porch. So we were like, oh, this skunk was a woman, and she probably had her babies. Now we have a whole bunch of skunkies. We, could, we can't call animal control, because what they would do, this was before the um, mom had her babies, is that they would, take, they would literally take a shotgun and shoot the skunk in the head. No! On sight. Like, on sight. And the reason that I didn't want to do that is I didn't want to explain to Skokie, like, yeah, sorry, that shotgun you heard just now, that really loud bang, that, that, was, that was us. Wait, you have a gun in your hands? No, no, animal control would shoot the, with their own shotgun. So we were like, no. Back to your story, please. Okay, so then Louis keeps asking me and I eventually like I still don't want to respond to him so I walk outside and go on the trampoline and he comes outside he follows me to continuously ask me the question so I come inside and I explain to him and I say Louis it was like me and mom's decision and it wasn't really your decision blah 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 blah, and we're not gonna get the dog and he said great okay that's fine and he's just like, oh. In the middle of this, he told me he got he got the job and everything. And he's like, you know what? That's okay. I have a job. Everything's great. Blah blah blah. We're going to the cabin for a longer time now, and everything will work out. And so I said, I want you to go back to Mariano's and get my brother back for me, please, because this is not my brother. This is probably back to the skunk thing. My mom sent me a text that said showtime with the emojis of a rat and a zebra. (laughs) And I'm not really sure if that's related. I think it's her way of saying it's shaped like a rat and it's colored black and white. All right, Jojo, continue. People got a lot of places to be. His stupid hair. He thinks it's so great. It's so ugly. He doesn't do anything with it. Look at it. It's like a little... mm. Well, I mean, why does he got to do something with it? Where's he going today? What's he, what's he trying to impress? Thank you. I have to look at him. Don't you ever think of what I'm going through, the pain <laughs> I see every day. I'm not going anywhere. I, I have a brother. I see him every morning. I think he should present himself a little better for me. I deserve okay. the respect. I'm not your, you're not my like. This is not the deep south. Don't you think he looks like Clark Kent with his hair? No, nobody. Both me, both me and Mr. Ortman agreed. Does anybody I know listen to these besides, like, the people I tell? I don't know who you know. All I know is Hortensia. What? That's the only... F- why would I know who you know? Yeah, why would... Oh, oh, I thought you were saying you know that Ava listens to these. Oh, no, she... No, Ava, no, if you're listening to this, I love you. Oh, there's this one dance move. You know that dance move? Yep. Oh, gaggy. What dance? Can I see it? No! No. You will regret every second of it. It's... I don't know. Now I'm kind of... Louie, next time I see you, you have to show me. Okay. Do it, Do right, it right now. now. Oh, okay. Hold on. I'm turning the computer. Does it have a name? 
should. No, it's not. Hold on, let me just. <laughs> what, the, what the hell is that? What are you doing? I see that every day. <laughs> what are you every doing? Day. Okay. Do you understand my pain now? Do you understand? I think, I think that dance move is called Hi, I'm Louie and I just got laid. I think that's Louie's just got laid dance. <laughs> that's okay, a good continue. name. Continue. Wow. He always wants to hug me. It's so annoying. That's called love. No, it's called always wanting to hug me. My sister does that to me sometimes, believe it or not. But you, you get it, right? I, I understand, yes, completely. See, I think we should switch. You get his sister Continue. because Continue she wants stories. the hugs, and I get him because he did. See, we'd be so much better off here. If I'm sitting right here and I'm on my phone, mm -hmm. he'll call my name like I'm not, like, like I don't hear him. Like, obviously, I hear you, but I just don't care, you know? <laughs> like, like, he thinks I'm deaf, but really, he could just be like, like, he's like, Jojo, 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 and I just don't respond because I don't care, but he could just be like, Jojo, my foot is falling off, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Standard Louis material. This feels like therapy sometimes. I feel like you guys are in a session with me on the camera. Therapy? It's interesting. Louie on phone calls, if he's on a phone call with my grandparents, and they'll be like, do you want to come over to our house on Sunday? And Louie will be like, oh, um, uh, yeah, 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 that's good. Yeah, fan, yeah, fan, yo, that, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, good. And then my grandparents will be like, Oh, and have you read this book? And he'll be like, yeah, 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 I did. And, and then they'll be like, what, do you, what did you think? And he'll be like, oh, um, it was, you know, is just flawless. Just like, it, <laughs> like I, it really, and yeah, inspiring. That's how it feels. Interesting. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? It's okay. It don't that right now critique getting ranted on. No, I like it. You like it? Oh, he's third. You, you like just, it? You're just lying to yourself. Keep and going. You're lying to yourself. Keep going. You're lying to yourself. Keep going. You <laughs> Keep going. And now they are in a full-out fist fight. Okay. Oh. And Jojo has seized control of the situation. Louis is on the floor over the straddling Jojo, prepared to make the final blow. <laughs> oh, she has flipped him off. There we go. <laughs> KO'd. Okay. I'm going to, I think I'm going to leave you two to um, sort the rest of this out. I think this was a good, and now they're playing aggressive footsie. <laughs> this is, the camera angle I am getting here is a little uncomfortable. And I'm going to turn around as I say, thank you, Jojo, for joining us for the second episode of Living with Lou. Well, I got my ass roasted once again by hers truly, Johanna Siegel. We have an amazing guest coming on once again for the second time, actually, in 
Our first return. Yeah, our first return since the founding of Dear FBI Agent. And I'm very surprised. He is an amazing guy looked up to by so many underclassmen and upperclassmen now. Um, he is an amazing musician. He was a singer in Take One and in Choir. He was a saxophonist. He was an ILMEA all-district musician. Again, with all of the music stuff. Well, he did a lot of music. Jeez. We get to talk about that later. Well, he's also a one of the kindest, humblest guys you will ever meet from one of the most Better. charming gentlemen you will Better. ever meet. Um, he... he has so many skills and talks about none of them. He's very yes. he, good. He is our baby. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm Dear FBI agent welcome to Franz Jean-Pois. Hi, Franz. Hey, what's up? How you doing, VV? I'm good. <laughs> How are you? I am very happy. It was about time we me? got you on here for real. Not that the other oh, yeah. one wasn't for real. That was very real. Yeah, but, but that, one, that one wasn't really like an interview. Right now, now we're here. Now we are here. So we are going to start this off the way we... Of course, do it for everyone. We're gonna, if you recall, ask the first time you met us and what you thought in that first experience. Uh, all right, I'll start with Lily because I think it was what seventh grade and you were in sixth grade. That sounds right. I just remember like seeing all like the bunch of little sixth graders running in and you being like one of the people that everyone was talking about, and I was like, oh, what's so great about this guy? But like as the year progressed, I saw like. You were really talented, and you knew what you were doing music-wise. And yeah, that was pretty much it. I didn't really think too much of it other than that. And then with Jonah, I met you your freshman year of high school because of Take One. It was both of our first years. You were pretty quiet at first, which I really like think about it. You didn't say anything to anyone, which is pretty good. Cause yeah, like, I was, the, I was like, the one freshman in the sea of yeah. <laughs> men and women. But, like, that, that worked towards your advantage because everyone was like, oh, we need to protect Jonah at all costs. So. <laughs> well, thank you for thinking of us so highly. We appreciate yeah. that. So we know this year you were hyping it up at DePaul, taking over the world. Um, obviously, things took a hiatus during COVID, but how was your experience during your first year before things kind of struck? Uh, what music ensembles were you involved with there? Tell us how it went. It was a lot of fun. I got to meet a lot of cool people, had a lot of different experiences. This year I was just in vocal jazz. I think like it worked in my advantage because like I had a lot of time to just get what I needed to get done done. So that was cool. There were a few downs, but like that's just because it's like your first year, you're trying to understand everything. So it's not going to be plus 24-7, you know? Right. You got like any any cool stories, any fun experiences you got the first year? I think the one, the first time I went out to like a party, it was a little, it was kind of weird because like I saw everyone at school just being so like serious and so stuck up. So I was like, this is very out of place for all of them to just be like yelling and goofing off. And towards like the, I think towards the end of the night, that's when it got like really chaotic because one of my friends, for legal reasons, I'm not going to name his name. But, That's probably smart. But he was very off it and ended up breaking up, breaking a couple beds that night. Breaking some beds. Interesting. 
when you say breaking um, beds, uh, what 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 caused the oh, yeah. bed to be broken? <laughs> I think just because he's like a he's a big dude. He's like six three, ah. maybe two thirty, two forty. So he just kind of that's a unit. On him. Yeah, yeah, that's a tank. Damn, the bed <laughs> is broken. You know, it's like a bunch of like a party of all the music kid, the music students. Yeah, this was like a music school party. I explained it. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm really scared about meeting all of my, like, the music school kids. I don't know how that's going to go. Yeah. Well, music school, it's very, like, I thought going into it, I was like, oh, it's just going to be ILMEA all over again where it's a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> but, like, going there and actually getting to meet people, like, they're a lot different. I can relate to a lot of them because they're really just laid back and chill and just trying to get stuff done so that was a plus no weirdos that, mm. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe one or two weirdos at the fall but other than that everyone else is pretty chill that's 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 really good it's, it's good to be around chill people do you have any advice for us you know heading on to college i'd say do not overwork yourself the first year because okay. like a lot of people that i know are just complaining constantly and like I felt bad, but like they kind of put themselves in that situation. Take on what you know you can manage, and if that gets easy, then you can start adding other things onto it. So, as you may, if you listened to the early days of this podcast, Lou and I did a segment called "Living with Lou," in which we, in which we discussed what it was like to live with Lou. You, on the other hand, have a different circumstance. For the past year, you have been living with Rue. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> would you like to share your experiences? And I think, well, you can share what was supposed to happen this year and what, you know, COVID Ooh. stuck its finger up our butts again, but what, what's it been like, uh, living with a root? Been... Oh my God. Uh... <laughs> uh, you think that's a lot cleverer than it actually is, Jonah? I'm very proud of that. I, I thought that was, you know, cause I, I was going to sing that too, but I didn't, I, I thought that was over the top. I think, you know, living with root. All right. Well, uh, living with Rue, it was, it was it was pretty fun. Um, there were a few moments where I like kind of would look over at him and question what was going on. But like, <laughs> other than that, he's probably the reason why I woke up for classes. Not gonna lie, but that's good. Yeah, no, he would wake me up a lot. Like he'd be like, "Dude, you have to go in ten minutes." <laughs> He used to send a lot of pictures of me in the dorm. They were not flattering either. I hate him for that. But I don't know. Like he was, he was a pretty good roommate. Like he was always there if I needed someone to talk to, and vice versa. We played a lot of a lot of video games. Worked on a lot of music together. It was just like a it was just a chill vibe with both of us in the room. Like there's nothing really, that's nothing else really that I need to say about it. All right. Yeah. Nothing crazy. So are you, like, commuting every day, or are you online? I'm online for the most part, I think. Unless there, like, unless there are any changes that they're going to make, I'm pretty much online. Is that for the whole year, or the whole, or just the semester, you know, so far? Uh, so far, I think it's just for the autumn term. But they said that they plan on being back in person for at least, like, half of the classes in the winter term, but I don't. I don't really think that's likely. Yeah. Well, speaking of remote learning and all that, 
What's a usual day of quarantine like in the Jean Pois household? What 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 happens? Anything unusual? Uh, any funny stories? Stuff like that? Honestly, I don't even. I don't really know what goes on here most of the days because I'm at work from like three to nine. But like in the morning, my mom goes to work around like seven, eight o'clock. My dad wakes up around nine to study and then go to work. And then it's just me and my brother yelling at each other for a little bit until I go to work. When I'm at home, I usually just stay in my room and I'm just studying or working on music and just trying to pass the time, you know? See, I like I yeah. like the theme of this episode so far. It's very it's very chill. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking this right now. I'm taking this. Yeah, I don't I don't really have like a lot of energy, especially after quarantine. So I'm just relaxing. I don't I don't know how to relax sometimes, so Yeah, I always wondered if you ever relaxed. Because in high school <laughs> you'd always be like full of energy. Yeah, what do you do for fun? Balls. What do I do for fun? Yeah, like what do you do to enjoy yourself? Uh, I watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, I guess we knew that. I honestly uh, thought you were just coked up all the time. Are you like a bath person? What? And are you an Epsom salt kind of guy? What's 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 Epsom salt? Is that a drug? What do you mean what's Epsom salt? It's like the special salt <laughs> that you can pour into like your bath. So for me, I haven't been able to do oh. that in years because I'm way too big for my tub. Oh, you're but too big for your do, tub. Interesting. It's like it's it's a it's a th- it, it's a soothing salt and it's good for your skin and it like smells good but if you don't bath then well i was completely pointless yeah but, well it was was kind of pointless because i i don't i take showers you could take showers and also take a bath once in a while to decompress Didn't you, you f- go to the yeah. you go into the shower yeah. to cry but you go into a bath to chill no one cries in a bathtub that's huh. just really sad yeah, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Didn't you find it kind of uh, liberating and like I'm a man now when you became too big for the bathtub? Isn't that kind of a transformative I moment? I mean, I didn't, I didn't stop taking baths because I was too big. When I got to the age where baths didn't make sense, I switched to showers as my main method of cleansing myself. Yeah, that doesn't mean I never took a bath again. You people are like our age and you know years before they don't take a bath. To clean themselves, they use it with their Epsom salt to chill. I remember when I was bathed by my grandpa. Was an what? Well, it was when I was very, very little. Did your your parents bathe you, Franz? My parents did. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. what? <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I think it was your turn to ask that next question, Mr. Sim. Well, well, now I'm. Hold on. Did your grand Did your grandfather like come over to your house? specifically to bathe you? No, 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 no. I, I, it was whenever I went to my grandpa's house to, my grandpa's Jewish, we had, we would have Shabbats, um, and then after the Shabbats, basically, we would do a number of things, and then I'd take a bath, this was when I was four, and then he bathed me, I think. And actually, I think I learned, like, how to shower from him, honestly, which is interesting. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I. All right. Going back to your high school days. Yeah. Um. Of course, you were very prominent in the singing and musical fine art side of you, and that's often, if not always, what you are, you know, known for and talked of. Yeah. 
But um, what else do you do or did you do that you would like people to know about? Like, this is Franz. Yes, I'm a singer, but also. I mean, a majority of my high school experience was, like, surrounded around fine arts and being kind of like the choir guy. But, like, other than that, I did broadcasting. I played sports for a bit. I don't know. It just didn't hit the same. Vocal jazz hits different, you know? I think I fell in love with the music of jazz after, like, the second or third rehearsal of vocal jazz. But that's just because, like, I had a pretty awesome first year. Yeah, a fun group of guys. Yeah, like, me, Steven, uh, JP, and Ferris all in one room. Like, you couldn't, you can't ask for, like, a better yeah. a better setting. You really, you really cannot. Uh, I've interacted with, with the Logan and and he seems like a, a right nice a right nice guy that I would love to spend yeah. more time with. Speaking of vocal jazz, did you um did you listen to our what what Stephen had to say about that Mexico trip? It seemed like there was some stuff <laughs> I that I gotta bring it up. There was like we tell people to like beware of that episode. What what's to beware? What's to beware? Uh, what's, I don't know what what is there to beware. There is not. I feel like I feel like your group was a lot more relaxed than our group yeah our, our group was um it was pretty good oh, pretty good. a lot less drama this year than my junior year like i don't know i i still really miss the trip i miss the people that we went with i just do not miss what went down in mexico yucks yeah <laughs> um well going off the the north experiences um did you have a favorite teacher at Alice north and why, why were they your favorite teacher? What makes a good teacher? What is the quality that got this teacher into your top ranks of your mind? And how can teachers emulate this teacher and their qualities, you know? I mean, when I first think about it, it had to be Melman. But like, the more I think about it, it's tied between Melman and Ms. Bordenay. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Ms. Oh, you That's not the French either. teacher, is it? No, 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 no. She taught my, I don't remember what class it was, but it was something history related. But like, I just remember, like, I would go into class and look at her and be like, this is how a teacher should be, like, teaching her class. This is how things should be run. Like, it was a very respectable class. And she was a very respectable person. So I felt like, like, if I had to pick one teacher, it would be either her or Melman because of all the respect that they receive from both the staff and other students. Um, Sorry, I have to just um, quick enter the uh, dear FBI agent. If you are um, confused by the energy presented in this episode, um, and I guess this also goes out to the viewers, um, this is the latest in the day that we've ever recorded an episode. <laughs> so I feel like we're all uh, experiencing the tolls that the day has brought upon each of us. And that is this new, different energy that you are experiencing and hearing over this conversation. Um, Louis has kept his pants on, metaphorically, if you will, so far. I'm hoping he's too tired to take it off, but um, I anyway. Well, here's the thing. Um, speaking, we were we were talking about beware, right? I was thinking of something beware, and when when humans were, you know in the in the caveman age and there were a lot of bears and i wonder if they no, made they weren't. Eh, 
I wonder if they made up the word beware because of bear. They were beware the bear. Bear is scary, so we have to come up with another. What the fuck are you talking about? What? No. So we have to beware the bear. So bear, they, you know, what's a, what's, what's, there's not a lot of switch between the beware and the bear, you know? That in the generation seven of Pokemon, there is a Pokemon named beware that is a bear. Interesting. So I think it was. I, I think, think that's yeah. literally it in your connections. I think beware came from bear. I think beware, scary bear, scary. You know, bear, beware the bear. Huh? Why? But like, why talk? Why? I Who think. Cares? I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know if you. Sometimes you could tell, Franz. Um, sometimes you couldn't. Um, well, I don't know if you couldn't. Um, when you were in your upperclassman years of high school, you know, you were seen as such this incredible figure of power and control and this like yeah. awesome deity entity that was Franz. And like, even, even to this day, I will be completely honest, like knowing how much, uh, I guess I could clout. I think that's how you say that. If you use that correctly, knowing like how much you had in the school and knowing that I was like friends with you, like you still to this day, I'm like, how did that happen? But, um, how do you think that you became such an influence for the fine arts for kids younger than you? Junior year, I really don't know why I had any clout whatsoever until like in the Heights. But senior year, like all the freshmen, they'd come up to me and they'd be like, oh, are you Benny from In the Heights? Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, yeah, that was me. Like, well, it's over. I didn't, like, I didn't see it as like such an honor or like, anything to be praised for but like people would just look at me as if i was someone that like practices 24 7 top of the class like but in reality i was just a little dumbass that was good at music you may think that but we thought that's a that's a god you know what food i like a cheeseburger and where do you get your great cheeseburgers at epic burger where i know you're Ah, working there it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> at Epic Burger where Franz works. Uh, how how'd you get how'd you come to get that job? And what are some things you like working there? What are some things that you don't like working there? Well, I started working there two years ago now. I think. Whoa. Yeah, no, it's it's been a while, but I think it's because Jared and either Jason or Toby, they're like, "Yo, we work at Epic Burger. You should apply." And so I just took the chance and I applied. I got the job. Personally, there hasn't been like a lot of a lot of downs with the job. It's been a lot of ups. Um, there's talk about me possibly getting a promotion in the next couple of months. So that's a definite plus. There have been a lot of changes in like the crew members, but it's more just like teenagers working there and it's more of like a hang than it is really like a place of work. So it's not, there's nothing too bad going on nothing crazy it's just a hangout place right now i actually just got my tips yesterday and for the Ooh. first time i can't close my wallet so that's a plus no i didn't go to mccracken or middleton or whatever the other um other middletons were but there one thing that would frequently come up in high school about the era of mccracken and middleton were some iconic 
favorite performances such as um, Honk and Aladdin, <laughs> where, um, where we're pretty stacked casts in those shows. And I want to know if you can explain some things that happened during those productions and why that era of history for those District 73 and a halfers was so iconic. I honestly don't remember Honk at all, so I can't talk about that one. But Aladdin, I think the main reason that it was so iconic is because we look very stupid in our outfits. <laughs> Cassie was just in like a crew fit and she just had to carry on like a bird, <laughs> which was, which wasn't as bad as like other people's. Like I remember one girl had to wear like a rug. We made fun of that a lot. I looked like I was in a dress for Jafar. I've been clowned about that at Defal as well. I don't know how they got the pictures, but <laughs> it was literally orientation week. They're like, yo, Franz, look over here. I turn and I see me on their computer as Jafar. I think I got clowned for like a good month and a half about it. Was that when you were in eighth grade when you did that? No, it was fifth grade. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do theater. Were you not in it? No, I was. I, that was before I did theater. I would love to see you in like a eleven outfit. I started theater <laughs> before me. I started um, theater before you. Then I guess you're just. That's interesting. Cool. Weird, weird but, flex, but yeah. Sorry. Um, I don't know. The um, the, the time is getting to me. <laughs> Frankly, I'm very out of my element right now. You know, we have a lot of memories, right? Um, it's good to have memories. Memories are good. Uh, when you have a memory, you think of the good memory. So far, this it, is good. Uh, yeah. And you think of the memory and it's a good, you think of the thoughts in your brain and they're good thoughts and it's good to have the brain's recollection of those memories. So what right. is your favorite, you know, most memorable memory with each of us? And yeah. Louis wrote down memorable memory. Sorry, well, sometimes forward. memories aren't memorable. That's why I had to say memories. That's the point of them. Well, like, sometimes you have a memory that's like, you know, you know. I I had math with uh, a non-memorable memory. Yeah, you could have a non-member. Well, <laughs> no. Well, it's given with the word that it was a memorable experience. Well, because you have a memory of it. My point was some. Sometimes you can have a memory, but it wasn't particularly like memorable. Like the Mexico trip was memorable. Like me having. Oh, it was very memorable. Like you know, you, some memories are more memorable than others. So anyway, uh, if you don't have any memorable memories with us, that's fine. But if you do, please tell us. Every moment with you was bland and repetitive. We haven't had like a lot of time to like hang out and get to know each other. Right. But I will say. Like one memorable memory I have of you, it's probably my senior year, the first time like you fully did the Mr. Cellophane scene, <laughs> and like half of us were just off stage like jumping and like going crazy. Like that was a really good moment for you, and I think like that's when I realized like wow, this guy's actually really good at theater. Thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> yeah, no problem. And Jonah, there are a lot of there are a lot that I can take from. The first one I think that comes to my mind for me is when we were drifting in John's car. I actually was going to pick that one too, <laughs> but we were. Was it me, John, Jonah, Ruben? I think Kusha was in the car with us. Yeah, Stephen. Yeah. Yeah, 
I think we had just come back from Avalanche where John had proceeded to like skid around with his feet and then bust his ass and bust his fucking shit (laughs) oh my god oh my god all the slush there was a warning slippery (laughs) everyone was watching him outside and then he comes in full horizontal here on drfbi agent we don't try to throw um too much shade at people because it's not the platform this is so john (laughs) if you're listening it's no shade it's no shade it's all love we love we love you it was a great time we're only uh, memorable memorying. <laughs> it is our past experiences that build who we are. And we thank you for all the years of experiences, such as that one that Franz and I both used to answer this question. See, it's that we presented. Some memories are more memorable, like that one. But they're all like memorable. A memory is memorable. Not necessarily. About not memorable things. You can have. The memorable ones. Memorable is like. Ah, that's a good memory. But a memory can be it, like it can also be used like that. Yeah. You, if you, if, it wouldn't be memorable if you forgot about it. It wouldn't be memorable because it's not a memory because you forgot about it. Interesting. But if you remember, if you memorize, you see, they're all the same from the same root because they mean the same thing. Respect. As I'm sure you gathered through the um the duration of this episode and everything from that. There are many questions that can be asked about the inner workings of Louis and my head. So if we now take the time, if you have any questions for us that you would like to ask, that is, this is the time to do so. I just want to know what plans you guys have for this fall term and how you guys are taking time to cope with everything that's been going on for the past few months. Ooh, what a nice question. That's a loaded one. He cares. Yeah. Pitch yourself a man who cares. This is a man who cares right here. If you want a man, who cares? This is your man. Hold on. If you want a man who cares. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is your man. His name is Franz. Let me try that. Franz Jean-Paul. If you want a man who cares. If you want a man. If you want a man who cares. No, no, no! You're you don't ruin it. It's, it's quiet. It's, it's a if, if you want, if you want, if 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 no, if, if, shut up, if shut up, stop, 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 Okay, I can. Louis. Yeah, I think you should answer his question. Uh, ask you a question. Um, how am I coping? How am I coping? What are my plans for the year? Such an interesting question. Um, coping? Uh, you know, I've kind of coped with you know, like the loss of senior year. I'm trying to move on. You know, you know, it's a it's a new world, but it is hard knowing that like so much was like taken away from you. But I know like that. For me comes from a position of privilege and I should be grateful for like the privilege I've had um, during high school having so many good experiences so there are two sides of that uh, plans for next year I'm going to McAllister College in St. Paul majoring in political science uh, still trying to do some music uh, and theater on the side but both of those are going to be hard to do at least this year but hopefully at some point I'll get involved in both of them, and it'll be good. That's good. Yeah. And Jonah? 
All right, thank you. Um, I will be, the plan as of now is still to be in person at Bradley University in Peoria, the exotic Peoria, Illinois, um, for music composition. And again, uh, well, it's hard to do more during this time, but given my extra available time, I would like to join more ensembles, you know, audition for their percussion ensemble, their jazz band, and also try to do some theater. Um, but we will be uh, an in-person slash hybrid slash online schedule until Thanksgiving break, and then we will be home online for the rest of the semester. Bradley does uh, a semester system. And to the second part of that question, something about me. I'm sure I've answered this question a lot, and it doesn't get any more positive. Um, <laughs> coping is not really something... I know how to do. It wasn't something I was taught how to do. So I just kind of like absorb and accept. I wouldn't say move on. <laughs> I wouldn't say I've moved on from anything in my life. Um, but yeah, very similar answer to Louis. <laughs> Otherwise, like I, though we were, you know, quote, quote, robbed of a lot of our senior year, I was very, very grateful for the experience I got the first three and a half years, of course. Again, we talked about this a whole bunch. First semester, it would have been nice to do the musical. I think that was one of the big hangers just because we had it and then lost it versus like the other things which we never, like it's not like we started the last band concert and then canceled it halfway through. Right. But yeah. And just so you viewers. um, Listeners. Sorry, listeners. What was happening to me? It's it's almost 10 o'clock, guys. Like this is late. What was I going to say? I'm saying all this with a smile because I am okay. So you don't have to worry about me. I got Louis. Whether I like it or not, he will keep me podcasting. I'm gonna. I'll make sure he's he's just fine, just doing fine. Oh boy! One more question. This one's for Louis. Since I like had my taste in your world of theater, I just wanted to know how what you thought of vocal jazz that last year. I thought it was. Fan freaking tastic. Most of the time, part of me like I I wish I had done it before theoretically, but I knew I couldn't have handled like everything because it it would have been way too much like my junior year. But like I'm yeah. so glad I got it in this year. Uh, well this past year. Well I'll just say I love the people in it. I really love the work. Um, and I really saw a difference when everybody like stepped up to the plate and. Um, did the work needed to put on a good performance and you know I wish we could have I wish I, the, I there was a lot I couldn't see uh, because of the way the year ended but like the fall vocal jazz concert really good um, Mexico really good just an overall really good experience and like entry into a world of like music and styling that I did that I had no idea about and I enjoyed learning more about it so yeah you looked like you had a lot of fun on stage, so I just wanted to see what you really thought of it. Yeah, definitely, definitely a lot of fun. I believe it was definitely vibing this year. Yeah, um, we love seeing you on stage, Louis. Thank you. We love seeing you on stage, Mr. Franz. We do. Right. We hope we can see you in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow, somewhere. Nice. The only well, s- the only song I didn't like was you know cheek to cheek was ooh. No, here's here's the here's the. <laughs> Here's the real, the real tea about Cheek to Cheek. It's a fantastic song. No, it's actually it's, a good yeah. song. Yeah. It is an yeah, amazing song. Choice. Just the way it was brought upon us yeah. made us hate it. Yeah. It really slapped. It was really good. No, I, 
Besides, and there are every arrangement of it, like everyone did it, like Lady Gaga, Tony Bennett, Cheek to Cheek, amazing. Ella I think it was Ella Fitzgerald, Cheek to Cheek, mm-hmm. yeah, fantabulous. Yeah, yeah. Um, our arrangement was fine. Um, yeah, it was just that we y'all could not, not get the ending for your life, and we've I mean, we've talked about that multiple <laughs> times on the podcast too. And I, I don't know why it's like it's not a hard rhythm. Do, would you like me to do it for you right now, Louis? And you'll repeat it back, and we'll see if we can do it. Cheek to cheek? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. All right. Um, can you hear me patting on my... Uh, can you hear this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the downbeat. Okay. Yeah. Cheek. Cheek. Two. Cheek. All right, ready? Count me off. One, two, one. Cheek. Cheek. Two. Cheek. I don't know if that was lag or not, but you weren't matching my pats. Did I, did, did I get it? Was still, it was like a bit of a delay. Did I get it? I don't know. This is really isn't worth our time right now. I, Franz, um, I, I, I think I got it. You did, did you hear here, dear FBI agent listeners? Uh, let me know. Let me know if I got it. You know. Is there anything, I, Franz? There's always so much I would love to talk with you about in the future. I would love to get yeah. real with you. I love you. Yeah, we love you. You a real homie. That's my emoting for the day. Well, I, I love you too, Franz. Thank you. Okay. I love you too, Marie. All right. Thank you so much Thank for coming you. once again. Yeah. Coming. Oh, you're the first one to come back. So, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can come back anytime. If you remember, if you want yourself, I don't remember what we said. If you want, what, wait, what was it? If you want, you're... clean up on aisle five. Clean up on aisle five. Clean up on aisle five. If you want a, a guy who a guy who feels a guy who. If you want a guy who feels like you do. No, that sounds sensual. Um, Wait. <laughs> First of all, Louis, we need to work on your. Soldiers, we're gonna make a big entrance into in the Berlin. Okay, we got five minutes to take over Berlin. Okay, the war's ending. Let's go. One, two. Anyway, Franz is a man. <laughs> Franz is a man who cares. You can't do it, otherwise I mess up. And I get Franz. Franz. Franz is a man who cares. Franz is a get yourself get yourself a man who cares, like Mr. Franz Champagne. Sold at Macy's. Macy's, Speaking Macy's. Clean up an aisle one. You kind of sound like a man squatch ad on YouTube. We got a spill. We got Dookie on the floor. Clean it up. This is your captain speaking. We got a <laughs> situation on board. Please hold on tight. We might be circling around the air for about uh, uh, four hours. <laughs> the maids will come on down and bring you uh, your snacks and drinks right there in the aisle. Pay attention. Unfortunately, our bathroom will be closed for the remainder of the flight. <laughs> Thank you for flying JetBlue. Listen, here are a couple ways you can uh, pass your time. Uh, method. Okay. method. I, think, I think we can do we can do this later. Let's let's <laughs> let Franz go home. It's ten o'clock. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, see you soon, Franz. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye, baby. <laughs> that wasn't that great. That was awesome. Can you can you learn how to talk quieter? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got to clean up on aisle five. Clean up on aisle five. Can you think of anything else besides <laughs> clean up?
Like I, you know, I got to the airplane, you know, like that's not even that great. You know, I can't hear. I'm just close to my microphone. Anyway. What does it sound like? Anyway, well. It doesn't need to be sensual. Just like, just, you know, just talk. Just close to, because now we can enjoy these mics. And now he's really fun. To <laughs> Isn't that kind of cool? Like laughing right into it doesn't help either. Like that's just like a bunch of wind. And, you know, bad. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. See, now you're doing what I already did. It's not we good. have uh, a nice ride ahead of us. Uh, we, I just had my morning coffee. Uh, I'm going to crash the plane. Peace, uh, No one likes that. Uh, love, love that Franz guy. I've said it many times, and I will say it many more times. See, now you're, now you're <laughs> just taking all my lives. Not even related to... I, who did I say? That was, that was, that was, that was in that last week I just said that. Anyway, um, GFBI agent is going to be making a hiatus soon, listeners. Not for a couple of episodes, but just want to warn you all to the many listeners we have left. <laughs> <laughs> um, Excuse me, look yeah. at you even copying me with my insults of our own podcast. Yeah. Um, for you guys to be telling them this. But well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just making it. Uh, stay tuned for the next couple of weeks, but we are leaving for college soon, so... They they know. I mean, they'll... Excuse me. They will know. Basically, when we'll remind you guys again later, the season will not end, but halfway through our regularly scheduled time of, like, number of episodes of the season, we're going to be taking a couple weeks off just to get used to the college scene. Maybe a couple months. We don't know yet. Well, that's a lot. Uh, well, 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 however long it needs to be. Well, that's interesting. You don't want to take you don't want to take more than a couple weeks. That shows you actually might enjoy this a little bit. Interesting. I, oh, I see it. You don't want to take it. We're just gonna see how how just like you know our work schedules and our workloads and yeah we're gonna come times that we have free or not and you know. If Louis partying it up all night, you know, in a post-pandemic world, and I'm studying, at, you know, responsibly, just like both of our character traits are just presented accurately. Well, I think it would be only fitting if mm-hmm. we end this episode with a declaration to our man above, our 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 love, our partner in crime. Actually, no, he is watching us. He's no partner. He's our He's our partner, he's our rival, he's everything. Uh, get you a man that looks at you the way that FBI agent on the phone looks at us right now. I don't think you want a man that lo- or a woman you know, that looks at... The way the FBI, our FBI agent looks at us is not something you want for yourself. How about we end this one with, Dear FBI agent, Franz is a god. You like that, Jonah? I'm okay with that. Well, that's mighty fine, isn't it? All right, I'll count us off. Ready, set, one, two, ready, go. Dear FBI agent. Just, just. Dear. And don't count it off slow. Okay, I'll count. You have lost the right to count it off for the episode. Let me. One, two, three. Dear FBI agent. Franz is a god. God. Oh god, that was bad. No, it, you, you really expect it to be good every time. And you kept like 
how the way you present it, how do you expect it to go well? Like, frankly, how do you expect it to go well? It never does. It never has. And it never will. And on that note, we'll see you next week. Thank you for sticking around. Take care, everyone. And scene. Another fantastic use of your time. Hey, if you're still listening, thank you. And will you do us a favor? If you're on Spotify, go to the YouTubes. Like and subscribe. If you're on the YouTubes, go to the Spotify. Drop a follow. See you next week, folks. Music? Take us home.